1: Welcome to Sustainable Success here on the Voice American America Influencers Channel. I hope everyone's having a great week. It is a beautiful October. I'm looking out here of our studio where the leaves are turning colors. I had the privilege, actually, to be up in Burlington, Vermont, about a week and a half ago, and it was starting to change more rapidly up there than where I am here in the New York area. But nonetheless, uh, beautiful, beautiful scenery out there. So again, we hope wherever you are, you're enjoying your October, and if you're new to Sustainable Success, welcome. uh, You found us here at the Voice America Influencers channel, but you could also visit us on Apple Podcast, as well as our Facebook page at Sustainable Success 2017. That's Sustainable Success 2017. There we've had many of our great guests sharing their words of wisdom and experience and insights to help elevate you personally and your business to the next level. We highly encourage you to follow us in all of those areas to make sure that we, we are delivering the content that's going to align where exactly where you are, where you desire to be. and We're always committed to bringing experts to each and every week to share from their perspective, their experience, the things that are necessary to help you scale your business and brand to the next level. Today's show is going to be wonderful. we got a great guest, a personal friend of mine, Uh, There is an event coming up uh, next week, and this is going to be in the Albany area, and we highly encourage those that are in the New York area, anywhere in the Northeast. Matter of fact, anywhere in the country, you still got time, get out to Leadership Summit America. That's going to be October 28th, 29th. This is an event that I've personally been at, I've spoke at, and it is incredible. When I say incredible, there is just great people there, great thought leaders, all with lots of experience in the leadership area and a great way to meet new contacts and take your business to the next level. Find out more information about that at Sharon Burstein. That's B-U-R-S-T-E-I-N.com. That's com. Again, and you'll be, matter of fact, our guest today happens to be Sharon. So you're going to find out more about the event in any way. And with that being said, we're going to be talking about how to build your leadership image and again, uh, Sharon Burstein is going to be, uh, is gonna be uh, gracious enough to join us, taking time out of her busy schedule, especially with this event coming up, to be with all of us here today. And Sharon is one of America's most in-demand, respected, motivational speakers and is an award-winning author. She has worked with hundreds and thousands of people globally for more than 25 years, aspiring and creating business and leadership images. Author of three award-winning books, Sharon has been recognized in receiving numerous national international achievement awards, president and CEO of Sharon Burstein International Consulting and Speaking. Her successful global careers included owning and working with private and publicly traded companies, international marketing speaker, uh, manufacturer, patent owner, media producer, and educator. Sharon has created Leadership Summit American Symposium in 2016 and in 2017 launched Successful uniquely, when I say uniquely, you y o u uniquely, you putting women first the power of possible retreat for women of all ages and walks of life. And without further ado, we welcome Sharon to the show. Sharon, how are you doing today?
2: I'm doing wonderful, Chris. Thank you for having me on your get as a guest on your show. It's a great
1: show. So, I am so excited to be here. So, let's go, absolutely. Well, I mean, this is so, when we talk about leadership, there's not a better person than you to be talking in this particular area. And when you think of leadership, a lot of times, you know, I, I always see this at your events and ever since I've known you, it's leading by example. And this is where, you know, image comes in. Talk about, you know, lay the groundwork a little bit for the audience about, you know, the foundation when you look at image as a part of leadership principles.
2: Well, you know, that's a great question, Chris, and I'm really happy that we're starting that as a foundational question, because leadership is what you do. Your leadership image is who you are. So your leadership image is inside, outside, top to bottom, bottom to top, and all around. So what are some of the differences? Well, let's talk, first of all, that your leadership image is unique to you. It's your own special sauce, just like your DNA. So I can't copy yours, you can't copy mine. So what does it entail? It entails things like how you look, how you act, how you talk, and how you communicate. All of those are very influential. Can it change as you grow and evolve in your life? Absolutely. Now what is leadership? Leadership is what you do, how you lead, but your leadership image is all part of that. The interesting thing, Chris, is that 85% of people really don't understand their leadership image. And yet it accounts for more than 80% of your success as a leader. Wow! So it depends a lot of those things. So what I work with is really building people's image up. And so it correlates with what they are doing, not where you are, but necessarily also where you want to be, because as we all know, it's not where you come from, it's where you grow from.
1: Mm, that's and, a powerful statement.
2: Yeah, It is. And, you know, so I'm always working on image, and then we'll talk about those leadership skills for success in life, because equal are in Because if you have a good, if you know how to lead, but your leadership image is not in sync think of it as a teeter-totter, yeah. or if your leadership image is great, but you really have no leadership skills, then you're totally off balance. And yeah, out you're out of, of alignment. Exactly. So the key is to get these two to kind of balance out.
1: What would you say, like, when you look at image, you know, a lot of times people, you know, they, they probably, they they consciously or, or, or logically understand what, you know, image is. But when it comes to leadership, like you talked about, again, it's not what you do, it's, it's kind of like you know, why you're doing it and so on. What would be someone that, that, that's you know, coming to the table, regardless of their background in leadership skills and leading through you know, the experience they have in leadership, what would be the first thing that they would have to look at when it comes to the image side of leadership?
2: Well, the first thing is very simple. You have to believe in yourself mm. because if you don't believe in yourself, then why should I or anybody believe in you? And we've all seen those kinds of leaders. They step up and they've got this message and they're not even making eye contact. So confidence, so shoulders back. Sometimes you may have a little bit more doubt, but act as if because sometimes the message you may be delivering Mm. is a more difficult one. But when you deliver it with confidence and conviction, then people will go along with you. But how you look and how you deliver that, if you're delivering this very serious thing in a T-shirt and gym shorts and barefoot or flip-flops, and it's a corporate audience, it doesn't matter. People aren't really going to be questioning. So if there is a balance, certainly different industries have different dress and whatnot standards, but there's never an excuse to be clean and neat because it doesn't cost anything.
1: Mm, that's great. And, and like I said, you know, image is, now would it be safe like dependent upon the industry that you're in? Like if, if you were, say, like you're in a corporate setting or maybe perhaps, you, you know, you're a, a plumber, you know, a plumbing association and you're speaking at an event, would it safe to say that, that sometimes we have to adapt to those environments in terms of image and how you show up? Absolutely.
2: I mean, if it's a plumber and the plumber shows up at my house and the plumber has uh, and the plumber is showing that he has uh, shows up in a three piece suit. I'm not going to be really (laughs) excited about a lot of those things, you know, not. uh, but it's going to be uh, that's not how you but I expect him to look neat, organized and know what he's talking about. Absolutely. Conversely, I mean, if you're also in the high tech industry and you are um, maybe not wearing a suit, but a lot of that's more T-shirts or, or gray T-shirts, black shirts and uh, blazers or everybody's kind of got their own little work environment. But well, let's say if I'm looking for a loan and I show up for my conservative business in some sort of a V-neck cocktail dress with very a lot of cleavage or something my bankers aren't going to be taking me seriously Mm. in the same thing that let's just say even though I may be on the um, computer side and I do look more informal if I go in looking like a surfer with shorts and shirts even though I spend more time at the computer bankers again are not going to look at me saying I don't have the confidence in you. And it's the same thing when you're leading groups. Always dress for the job that you want, not the one that you necessarily have. So go a couple pay scales up, but always make sure that you look good and you don't look slovenly and that your hair is good, you're dressed in a nice sports shirt. You know, certainly COVID has relaxed a lot of things, but there is still a place for being uh, casual and a time in a place to be dressed.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: it's also knowing the difference. And increasingly, Chris, we see that youth are not taught oh, yeah. what is the difference between casual and dress. They don't even know how to dress. And Let's talk about speaking and even writing. So there are a lot of different things that we should
1: be working on in some areas. No, I agree. I mean, I mean, kids nowadays, I mean, they go to, they go to school in sweatpants. I mean, I, that was like once in a blue moon. I remember when I was a kid, I would do that. I would always be in jeans or slacks or whatever, you know, that was unheard of to go to school with, with uh, you know, sweatpants. So I, I agree to, you know, things. So you gotta, you gotta, you gotta look the part in order to obviously, you know, substantiate that, that, that knowledge, you know, people are going to really take somebody more seriously that, that really looks professional in their, in the, in the industry that they represent. Like you said, if it was a plumber not coming in a three-piece suit, but somebody that, you know, that, that looks well-kept, you know, well-groomed yet, you know, Hey, they're wearing a plumbing attire. That's fine. Totally get it. Yeah. Wow. So that's great. So in terms of you know people that you know and you made a great point Sharon that there you know especially in today's world there's just this this image is like it's it's so it's it's so much different you know back you know where i came from and you know where both of you and i came from and so what are some of the things that you're seeing in terms of trends right now in the in the leadership roles with images this can be with companies industries entrepreneurs and so on where where do you where do you see it collectively overall like where where is it where 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 could it be better?
2: Well, I think a lot of areas could be better, and it seems like we're kind of reversing as we come out of more of the COVID, people coming back, certainly in most industries in a lot of industries, even the legal industry, my husband's an attorney, where everybody was wearing suits, uh, everybody is now wearing more sports shirts, not always a tie, certainly if you're headed to court. But walking in this, the offices, you're seeing a lot more people in sports jackets. That has relaxed. But you're seeing more sports shirts. Women, you're seeing a, still a wide variety. I think I wear more dresses these days than suits myself. So I'm I'm an example. Certainly when I'm speaking, I am wearing a suit, wearing a trademark uh, scarf or pashmina. But that's part of my... Trademark yes and for women, another trend we certainly have seen is so many of us weren 't wearing high heels as much as we were, and so we're as we all get back into that it 's like, oh my goodness, how did we wear these all these years? something you men have not had to wear, and we are seeing more <laughs> of a return uh, to all of those things as we start to come back in offices, more normal life is starting to resume. While everybody was casual, I'm actually seeing both with youth as well as people at all ages of the spectrum, people are actually liking it. But one thing, I don't know if you've seen this, some people have said at all levels of corporate life even, it's like, you know, I think my networking scale skills and some of my communication skills are a little bit rusty. So those are some things that people are and that's what some people have said about coming to Leadership Summit America. Or I'm also doing an awful lot of corporate training right now on teamwork because everybody's been in vertical silos, and yes. we need to get everybody back together. But you know that too because you do a lot of that yourself. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No. So true. And you are seeing that. And 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 now, like I said, it, it's you know you, when you made a great point, and and maybe we can expand upon that after the break so we have to go to break here in a few minutes. But you talked about like you know communication, like too, like communication is so important. We've been communicating through Zoom and Microsoft Teams and, you know, because of COVID. But, you know, again, it's that, you know, when people see somebody that's really got, you know, looks polished, it projects that image. It just seems like to enhance, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but the, the, the when somebody's community, you, you tend to listen more, like to, I tend to listen to more somebody that that has a better image than say someone that doesn't somebody that's not really well kept and not that I'm judging anybody. That's not what, I, but, but just, I don't know what it is. It's just something commands my, my, my attention more to listen and obviously listening is the most important thing of communication. Absolutely.
2: It is the most important thing. But again, I think the word that you're looking for is confidence. When you see somebody delivering that confidently with conviction Then you're going to start to believe in them and hang on their words. You're going to pay attention much more than somebody who is meek and delivering that same address. If I'm down here delivering it or if I'm up here, also the tonal quality. Are you up in this range like Minnie Mouse or are you delivering from here? And sometimes that's also working with people for the not only the tonal quality, but the rate at which they speak. Where is their emphasis on their words. And a whole sentence, if we broke it down and use the emphasis on different words, could take on, as we both know, entirely different meaning.
1: Yeah, that is so true. I mean, you made a great point. And confidence, that was it. That, that is so, confidence and self-esteem is, is contagious. And and, you know, and again, dressing, the, looking the part, doesn't mean you have to be in a, a guy in a three-piece suit or a woman has to be in a and you know her. You know that similar attire every time, but knowing that you're, you know, you 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 show up with it with a you know a presence that you're, you know, you're put together, you know, and you've taken the time to present yourself well is so so important. We got about about forty seconds to the break, Sharon. Anything that any other comments to, you know briefly, you know, over the next you know twenty seconds, you'd like to kind of summarize to what we shared you shared here today.
2: Well, I think you hit the. Nail on the head, because the key component for being a great leader is listening. It's not talking. You and I are talking, and that's great. But the best leaders know that the key element that you really need to affect is the art of listening. So as we close out this segment, I would say learn to speak softly, but listen loudly. That's why Mm. we have two
1: ears. Love it. Take notes, everybody. That's some really some golden nuggets there. And we got more to come with Sharon Burstein here. We got to go to break, uh, but right after the break, we'll be right back. And we got more to come in how to build your leadership image. We'll be right back.
0: What is balance? Again, that's one eight six six four seven two five seven nine five, 472 5795 or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success.
1: Welcome back to Sustainable Success. Again, we're here with Sharon Burstein. Again, how to build your leadership image. If you're just joining us, again, you can listen to this show in its entirety here later today here at the Voice American America Influencers Channel. Also on our Facebook page at Sustainable Success 2017, and then also Apple Podcasts. So again, based upon your preference, you have that ability. We highly encourage you to go back, listen to that first segment. A lot of golden nuggets sharing with sharing on image and why that is so important for the proper alignment with overall leadership when it comes to communicating, leading by example, you know, being a resource, being the example, all, the, all of the above. Uh, these are things that are going to be very, very important. So, Sharon, you know when we look at image, is image gonna be a reflection of just the person itself like like for instance, you and I you know we're here, you know, you know, doing this show and we're like like it'd be almost like if we were like across a table from one another, and I'm talking to you, you're talking to me, you can see me, but is there something beyond that image for a leader like that could be through you know, how they show up, uh, you know, on video, how they show up on in content like social media, uh, you know, could be, you know, their, their, their books, you know, how, you know, maybe they write a blog, uh, whatever, I mean, is there, what it would be, what about the extensions to someone in terms of the image that they project when it comes to leadership? If you want to, if you could expand on that.
2: Well, always keep it polished. The more polished you are, the better you are. Also being prompt. You know, uh, early is on time, on time is late, and late is just not acceptable. And being prepared. I mean, being unprepared is, you know, preparing to fail. And so often good leaders know that you need to be prepared. Know your content. Because people, and we are both parents, anybody can spot a fake, including children, right? Oh, yeah. Children can, so if you need to be authentic and genuine, Because when you're disingenuine and not authentic, people totally see that. And they're going to see that no matter what platform. They're going to hear it in your voice. They're going to see it. They're going to see how you present it and how well people respond. So going back to that confidence factor and how you deliver. So if you're delivering it with confidence and conviction and really making a lot of eye contact, because that's another real key variable. It's true in any aspect of life. When somebody's averting their eyes and looking over around and blinking, then we know that there may not be as much truth, that there's something else that people are avoiding. So making that eye contact, be very firm, be very genuine and be approachable. I mean, the last thing you want to be is standoffish as well.
1: Oh yeah, I love that. And one of the things, you know, I picked up on when I was listening to what you were saying you know, part of image is, is values and, you know, and values don't have to necessarily be through spoken word. It can be through body language. It can be through, like you said, the content that you post and perhaps the people you associate with in your, in in the industry that you're involved in. I mean, there there could be a lot of different things. So like talk about, I guess, the importance of values when it comes to image and then also leadership.
2: Absolutely, values are very much part of it. And body language, if I'm sitting here like this and I'm trying to talk about something being open, you see I'm being hostile. And that's the same thing that a leader, as much as they're delivering and using hand gestures that will welcome people in rather than pointing fingers, is watching not only your body language, but the body language of other people. So five elements that I like to talk about often with great leaders, and you were hitting on them. So I'm going to hit on some of those.
1: Yeah, Great leaders
2: have vision. Now, not everybody, everything out there that exists in the world was somebody's idea. It was their vision. Now, not all visions are able to be successfully come to be tangible without the assistance of others. But somebody has to at least see it through, to see that idea and then seek the help that they may need to really, because there's other experts in those areas. Now, I may have a great idea, but engineering, I'm not. So I may need to get engineering, design people, and a lot of people, and work that way. And I own three patents. So I have used a lot of that on some of the patents that I own. But aside from that vision, it's having, as you start, we started talking, values of integrity. Mm. You need to have integrity in the person that you are that you're honest, that you're trustworthy because I want to be trusting of you. You need to be trusting of me. And I want to know where your values are and being, you know, another thing is what is your attitude? Because attitude, everybody out there, attitude is something that you are completely in touch, you know, in charge of. So your attitude as a good leader, should be one of optimism. There are people who are optimistic and there are people who are pessimistic. Great leaders are full of optimism. They're showing us how to move forward because even if something is bad, is difficult, there's always something positive in another way that we can look at things. Mm -hmm. So having that positivity, being able to be adaptable, as we all know in our lives, I have all the plans I want in my day. Does that mean my day goes that way? Most likely not, and most likely not any day or every day. It doesn't matter that those deadlines are still there, but I've needed to adapt to situations that happen throughout my day. And then the last one, which I think is also key, Chris, is dependability. Hmm. I want to know that if I'm out there, that I can depend on you and you can depend on me. And certainly that's true. Let's just use a military correlation. If I am out in a battle and I don't think you've got my back, I mean, we need to really be a team. Oh, absolutely. We have to be working because it can be not just this little situational thing, we're talking life and death. You know, so dependability, do what you say you are going to do and stand firmly that you are going to be there for those, that person those people or what you do because people as a leader, I want to know that I can depend on you. You were saying that, but are those just useless words or those words, do they have really me- have meaning and do they have substance?
1: I love what you just said there. And, you know, when you talked about leader, when a leader being you know dependent, because there's two types of dependent, there's codependent and interdependent. And you, you, you were, I believe you were referencing interdependent because that's what I love. it. It's when people can really understand their role in duties. and duties, in whatever that situation. The case you said, the military. You know, that soldier knows his or her role and duties. The other soldier or the commander understands his or her role and duties. And then, it, it, in a way, they the, the communication is specific, clear, and concise. It's not. It's not based on assumption and speculation. That's going to get you killed. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, not literally in the sense of business, but. It's it's what's going to you know maybe sever a relationship with a a client or a client's going to go somewhere else because of this misunderstanding or misperception and and so expand on that if you can for the audience again where the image part comes in to really enhance that quality of a leader being interdependent or that they can entrust the other person to do the same
2: absolutely and again I can't say belief and confidence. But a great leader, any leader, knows to listen. It's the biggest skill. So if I have my message, but there may be people out there who are experienced. They're out in the field. I'm sitting in this office, and I'm putting together this plan. But if there's something else going out there, I need to be able to listen to what others have to say. And I may need to adapt what my plan is. So really being a great leader is knowing when to lead and when to follow. Because sometimes everybody, leadership is not always about the leader. And, you know, so often people think, oh, leadership is all about power. And it's not. As we know, leadership is powerful. But real leaders know that it's about empowering and building
0: Mm. other
2: people up. So real leaders know that leadership is about strength. It's about understanding. It's about courage. Courage to make that difficult decision. It may be a tough decision. It may be the unpopular decision. But leadership is not always a popularity contest. That's true. It's making the right decision for that particular time. But I want to say one other thing on leadership. Yeah, please do. So often... People, let's just take somebody from sales. You're the most awesome salesperson in the world. You're my top salesperson in the entire country and I want to promote you. And I promote you into management. Problem is you don't have management skills. So I'm setting you up to fail because your leader, your team is now looking at you and you're saying, okay, I don't know how to manage. I have no leadership skills. I don't know how to do this. So what companies need to do is to start training those people that they want to promote effectively, give them mentors, mentor them and make sure they have the skill sets so that as they promote them, that they are ready to hit the ground and be effective in a meaningful way. So building that success, because you want, you have belief, you believe in that person and you want to give them the skill sets to help propel them upwards.
1: Yeah, that that's so true, and I think that's a great thing. So, you know, having a quality image, and and having those, that those interdependent, you know, leadership skills of you know you know active listening. You had another thing you said it really. So I kept, can't remember exactly how you said it, but you know, again, you have two ears, you got one mouth, and and being that example. I mean, how good can that be? But only inspire and empower someone else to take their uh, you know, uh, uh, leadership or take ownership, excuse me, ownership as a leader in their own role, that they're going to, you know, be, they're going to be an, you're going to be an example for them to do the same in that, you know, whatever that situation is. And I think that's so powerful.
2: It is. And, you know, let's talk for a minute, if we could, on yeah. talking and communication, because certainly listening, but we are all speaking. So aside from the words you use, I always say to people, be cautious, because once you express those words, whether they're verbal or written, and especially on social media, or verbalized, they can never be retracted. Mm. So if you are saying something and it's positive, go ahead. But if you are looking to say anything at all, verbally or in written form and certainly on social media that has any opportunity of being misconstrued or that you may be doing it because you're a little bit more emotional at yeah. that time i always suggest to people write it write it down but don't send it
1: yes table
2: it table it hopefully till the next day and reread it with a fresh set of eyes ears, and just using all of your senses, not only on how you are the person who's sending it, but how is that going to be received by that person? And chances are, most times, you're going to make some, some changes in those things. Because, you know, with social media, and we really use this a lot with our youth, and they're using all sorts of texting and Facebook and whatever, be cautious it amazes me. I know, Chris, you and I are both on social media. I will never post anything that isn't positive.
1: Yeah. And
2: I will never talk about anybody or anything or a situation in any way that I would ever hope to have misconstrued in any way. And it is shocking what some people will post. So all of you who are listening or watching to this wonderful program that Chris has, your words matter. So make them matter in a positive, meaningful way.
1: That's true. That's so true what you just said. I mean, like I said, religion, politics. I mean, that that's like a no-no. I mean, I mean, that's something that nor do I ever go anywhere near, I never post anything on that, nor will I be engaged in any conversation at at whatsoever. Not even alone on social media. I just don't get involved in it, even just Technically, one on one, unless it's like a maybe a close family member, I might shuttle. But it's something as a as a leader, it's 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 a rabbit hole and you're going to go down and you're going to lose every time. I, I feel <laughs> you are so <laughs> no right. why, but whether you're right or wrong.
2: <laughs> and you know what? Sometimes, whether we want to or not, everybody finds themselves in toxic situations or people who are more toxic. And one of the things that I have learned to work and I encourage everybody is find a graceful way to try and remove yourself before anything is said, to be very quiet about that. But if you have a lot of people who are continuously toxic in your life, then sometimes, as I tell people, it's time to change the water in your fishbowl and make a change. Because if you are constantly around people who are looking to bring you down, whether it's out of love or whether it's jealousy or a lot of things, sometimes you need to make change and adopt to changes. We all need to occasionally make changes in our lives.
1: Absolutely. I love that. I love that. So Sharon, we got it. we got about two and a half minutes to to, to the uh, second break here. So anything else that we can talk about that you would like to share that we haven't shared that you haven't shared so far about, you know, you know, image and leadership. Because again, I always find like what you just said, you know, the, the leaders that I've always admired always had a polished image, regardless of where they came from. Like I said, it doesn't mean they all had a suit and tie or women were dressed to the nines. It was. It was in whatever area they were in. They just. They just. They that image supported and aligned with that. That space and it just that confidence, like you said, and that's where when you said that it just resonated was that confidence. What and we could talk about that in the third segment too. But it shed some insight. What are some things that people can do to build that confidence?
2: Okay, some of the things that you can do to build your confidence is first of all. Believing in yourself and confidence. So find seminars like my Leadership Summit America conference. Read books. I have a lot of books that deal with that. You have a lot of books. Really work to educate yourself. The other thing is, you know, I ask every audience this. Who here was given great leadership skills growing up? And you know what, Chris? <laughs> Very few. I could have a thousand. I, not not, in not that me. <laughs> Neither I. My grandmother on my paternal side was the biggest influence. So one of the things, because all of us have had mentors in our lives and continue to have people. So it's said that your net worth is really equated to your network. So the five people that you hang with are probably going to affect where you are in your life. And sometimes you need to keep. Mo- you keep need to moving on if you want to keep growing. So look at some of the groups that you want to be in and start moving towards those. Don't be it's be, it's better to be the low person in the group from where you are rather than to always be the top because you're not going to be able to grow from that group. If you're always at the top of that group and everybody's below you, then you're not growing. You're helping yeah. them but you're not helping yourself. Yes. So the other thing that I always am huge on is finding mentors and being a mentor.
1: That is so true. And I want to expand on that. We, we have to go to break, but this is some critical information you're hearing from Sharon Burstein. Again, this is so important. What she was saying about confidence and believing in yourself. Again, that is that's our responsibility. It's not the leader can inspire you to do that for yourself, but it's still our responsibility to own that regardless of you didn't get it growing up because I didn't get it growing up in my home. I grew up in a codependent home so I can relate 100% to what Sharon just said. And so again, we're going to expand on that when we come back, we got to go to break, but we'll be right back with how to build your leadership image.
0: The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. Now, back to Sustainable Success.
1: Welcome back to Sustainable Success. Today, our show is being brought to you by Leadership Summit America. Yes, this is an event for all leaders from all walks of life, corporate to entrepreneurship, all of the above. Again, taking place in Albany, New York, October 28th through the 29th. Uh, We highly encourage you to check out more information at www.sharon.com bursting b-u-r-s-t-e-i-n.com feel free to check it out and uh, Sharon, who is sharing with us today is going to provide some more information on the back end and how you can find out more about this event and how it can really transform your leadership in your business in profound ways not only with the people that are there but all the resources that you'll have available to everyone that will be in attendance so again uh that's SharonBurstein.com. Check it out. Leadership Summit America, October 28th through the 29th in Albany, New York. So, Sharon, you know, we left off in the last segment, you know, talking about, in this case, a personal success foundation for people, you know, that are developing their image, developing their leadership skills, or maybe maybe they're enhancing those leadership skills they had, but maybe they, they have to polish up their image. You talked about confidence and believing yourself are instrumental and in some of the things that people can do. We ended it off with like resources like it could be books, it can be seminars, webinars, speaking events. It could be having the right mentor maybe at a right time that you're working on something and we all have different mentors that can come and go in our lives that have played an instrumental role. Expand a little bit more for the audience listening here right now and those that will be listening later. So how valuable that is in, in the development of, of, of your enhancing your image and, in, and your leadership skills.
2: Well, you know, being a lifelong learner isn't just about your leadership. Mm-hmm. It's about developing you as a much more complete, complex person Absolutely. and adding much depth. So I always tell people to be lifelong learners or, or be an able person, always be learning every day because the more we learn – the more we grow as people. And if you have a small network and you really aren't growing, then you're really not thriving, not only as a person, but what you add in your personal and your professional life. So it really all does kind of mesh and connect. So I like to tell people that when you Invest in like Leadership Summit America, one of my events, whether it's uniquely you, whether it's a seminar that you are doing, whether it is one of my leadership masterminds, whether you are coaching with myself, with you or anybody, if you are reading magazines, if you are reading or joining members of conferences and organizations that also support what you are not only doing, but where you want to go. Because again, it's not where you come from, it's where you grow from and where Mm -hmm. you are in your career. Now, some people are very happy, but most people want to grow in their career, their leadership and in their life. So the more that you invest in yourself, the more that you learn and you have more aha moments, not only for where you are now, but where you might want to be. Now, whether that's staying with the company you are with, whether it's growing where the company you're with, whether it's going to another company or perhaps it's giving you an idea to launch your own company and really developing your um, entrepreneurial spirit. But when you invest in yourself, that pays lifelong dividends.
1: Mm. That's so true. I love that. It's like, you know, your own, your own personal, in this case, growth, your personal spiritual and and growth uh, bank account, you know, and, and, I it, you said you know, it was so true because I when I remember when I was operating in the problem for the first 30 years of my life you know because I didn't know any better I only knew what I knew and I was always do you know always seeking things outside of myself to further you know further my career and and you know that could mean that that meant if if I had to backstab somebody I did it if I had to overstep somebody I did it and and how quickly I learned how that was that was not a definition of a leader it was not about me, it was about we and and how that you, you, all these things are are from within it all everything is from within, and everything that look you know that's successful on the outside is a reflection of what is being done on the inside and and you illustrated that so well, anything else you can expand that can help someone you know you know learn to really work from within that will reflect, and I guess in this case what you do in the image side, and then helping them to really become more you know, pronounced as leaders in wherever, whatever role they play in their lives and business.
2: Well, you just hit on a very key area, Chris. So so many people, and certainly COVID has put more people in, co- in these silos. So get rid of these silos and start to really look, because again, our words matter. And you can really take a look at people who want to be inclusive, rather than the person who is all about the power. Those powerful people people seem to use the word I. I do this, I do this, this Mm. is, you know, rather great leaders will talk about the collective we, or together, not me, my, and I. You know, it's one that looking for people who are inclusive, that that are going to embrace and move everybody together. And how do we work together? There is a time to work independent. There's a time to come together. There's a time to lead and listen. And there's a time to listen and follow. And you need to know what each of those are. But again, you know, the interesting thing is, what is the number one reason that people fail to advance in their career?
1: The reason why people don't advance in their career, I feel, is they... Again, they, they, they're, well, number one, they're operating in, in, not in the present moment. (laughs) They're, they're, those limiting beliefs, you know, from the past are coming into the, into the moment and then get projected in the future to keep them stuck. There's a lack of routine. It's fear. I mean, fear, fear, you know, people operate from fear. They don't believe
2: in themselves and or their product. So sometimes people can believe in who they are, but if they're selling a product or service and they don't believe in that, it comes through. And I mean, that's again, being genuine and authentic to the person that you are. And um, it's interesting because I always like to use fresh content. And lots of times I read, but I like to get my own fresh content. So I actually was working with a poll recently, happened to be in LinkedIn, I will say, and it had over 7,000 responses. Wow. The question is, when people leave their jobs, is it because of uh, leadership? Is it because that they don't believe in themselves? Is it because of their pay? Or is it because of uh, benefits? and it really came down that sometimes people didn't believe in themselves but it really came down to they are leaving that they don't they're not getting promoted but more it really was very close but that people don't believe in leadership more than pay more than I agree. anything else it's leadership that is really driving so if you want to grow your company you want it seems like everybody in every industry is saying i can't get enough people and yet there are those companies who have a waiting list for people to get in. But if you look at those companies, start to dissect them. What is their leadership is out and what is their co- corporate culture, which is something we haven't talked about. But Please, please expand
1: on that. I, I love this.
2: You know, as I'm a leader, every business has a corporate culture. First of all, a corporation is a band. If you are an independent business owner or person, understand that you yourself, whether you are in your business or acting as yourself, you are your own personal brand. So, you know, you should have your own tagline, your own mission statement and live by those words. I know I do and I'm happy to share them. We can come back to that. But corporate culture, what is the environment that you and your employees are working? Is it supportive? Is it one of fear? Because one is the worst is management by fear. And fear that I'm going to lose my job, that nobody cares, there's only one voice, and that's it. They prescribe to the thing, I'm the leader, and you must respect me. Now, there is a very powerful statement, because respect does not come with a position. Respect, as we all know, is what, Chris? Respect is
1: earned. Earned.
2: Respect yes. is earned. It does not come with your position.
1: Yeah, You
2: can have all the great titles, but respect is earned. And that is how you convey yourself. Again, going back to your authenticity, the person that you are, your values and all of those things, you can have great vision, but you need to really be a person of values and integrity I need to respect you in order for you to respect me, but respect really needs to come from the, lear, the the leader towards others before it can really come back the other way.
1: Mm, I love that. That was so powerful. And, and like you said, you, when you, when you can establish that respect, you know, people begin to now say to themselves, Hey, I also, you know, you know, I have to earn people's respect. So, Again, communication becomes more specific, clear, and concise. People lead by example, they become more resourceful. You're creating more interdependency. And it's it's a wonderful thing to see. And I think, like you said, everything you shared about image and leadership today just clearly illustrates that. I'd like to just spend the rest of the time, if you can, for the audience. You know, resources are so important. And you know, your leadership, Summit America, is you know, you know, it's been providing a wealth of knowledge, resources. And really like a a, a game changing experience, if I can use that term. You know, when people come, not only not only in business, but personally. Because it because it, it's it's life it's life in business as one. We have to be like you said, those values have to be consistent. It's not like, hey, Chris operates from integrity only in business, but not in his personal life. Oh no. It's 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 20%. Talk a little bit about, you know, you know, a little bit about events like yours and some of the things that People that can really learn and then not only learn, but apply from immediately upon, you know, having experience at your event.
2: Well, thank you. Uh, Leadership Summit America is, as you have said, coming up October 28 and 29. It's its sixth year. Now, Chris, one of the most humbling things to me is I have a 35% return rate. Now, that's huge.
1: That's very big.
2: Some people have been there every year. Some people you know, skip years because of different things and situations in their life. We even had it, as you know, in 2020, you were there. Yes. And we, again, will be abiding by all rules and regulations that are, are part of that. Now, part of, for me, is trying to really get people a comprehensive leadership uh, experience from all different angles. And that's why I bring in a variety of people like yourself and if you haven't seen Chris Salem on stage, you need to be at leadership <laughs> image to see him in motion and action. But I, And people like Jeff Hoffman, who is a co-creator of Priceline, the kiosk by which we check in. We have had Olympians this year. We have Kay McMahon, who is a top LPGA Hall of Famer. We have the diabetic chef, Dr. Lynette Louise, who is one of the best neurotherapists uh, in the uh, world. We have a variety of people, Dr. Steve Taubman, who really works on our mindset, but he's also a master magician and hypnotist, and he just really weaves his magic as he weaves his messages, and I love all of that. This year, again, we will have more than 28 industries. We have six or seven states. That's all growing but what I'm also happy about, Chris, is this year is the return to our Leader Scholars Program. So our youth are back, and they weren't with us last year because of COVID. We have five high schools that will be bringing three to four students. They're all through my Education Leader Scholars Program, and it's about building leadership skills with our youth because they are future leaders of tomorrow, helping them to connect them with people who are in the audience who are in industries that they are looking to pursue, and helping to mentor them. Because the better skills that we can give our youth today for their tomorrows ahead, that helps with their confidence, their belief, it helps to reduce bullying, it sets and elevates them up in so many ways. So we really need to spend time not only investing in ourselves, but investing in our youth. So for everybody in the audience, I also really work to want them to really instill in their own children greater leadership. If you don't have children, you certainly may have nieces, nephews, neighbors or other people. The more that we help our youth move forward in positivity and help them grow these lifelong skills, the better off we will be in every industry and as a country and as a world.
1: Wow. I love it. Love it. Sharon, thank you so much for taking the time to be here out of your busy schedule, especially with the, the event right around the corner. And you got so many things always any with any event, you always can have things you know going on at the last minute and it's, it's going to be a great experience. I am personally looking forward to it. If you could briefly share, we got about, you know, about a, just about, about a minute. If you could just share again where people can get in contact with you personally, that they can reach out to you more about leadership image and some of the things that you could help them with.
2: Absolutely, Chris. It's uh, an honor being on your show today. And one of the things that I can honestly say is that I am so excited about Leadership Summit America. I'm so excited that you're going to be joining us And all these amazing speakers because together we create all these aha moments. It's amazing how many people really do fall into my arms at the end of the year, at the end of the session or event and talk how this event has changed their lives. Now, that's not how we start out to create an event, but it is amazing how many people's lives that we affect. So go to www.SharonBristine.com. Come on our website I have mastermind classes. We have our event for women. But I'm all about changing lives and building futures for everyone. So better, like, you know, connect with me. If you know me, you know, if you call me on the telephone, my telephone number is listed also on my website. Connect with me. I'm on Facebook, LinkedIn, but connect with myself, connect with Chris. It's all about building people up. So thank you, Chris, for this amazing opportunity. You have a great show. I can't wait to see you <laughs> next week.
1: So I can't wait to see can. you about a little over a week from now. And Sharon, thank you so much for being here. You just dropped a wealth of knowledge and wisdom as you always, always do. I cannot wait for next week for the event. And I highly encourage those again listening or will be listening. You got. You'll have. A, you have a week. Get out there. You get out there, and you'll. Uh, you. You will not regret it. It's going to be worth every penny. That of your time being there and the people that you will meet that will impact you. Thank you everybody. As always for reporting uh, sustainable success, the show is here to support you and your growth and your personal and your business success. We promise to bring guests like Sharon back each and every time, you know, to give, give share their experiences to help you move the needle in yourself, in your business. And until next Thursday, everyone have a great rest of your week and weekend and we'll see you next Thursday.